0: You're listening to Something Real with Pastor Rich Zeiger, connecting the reality of God to the realities of life. On today's episode, we're diving into the Gospel of Luke and talking about what it really means to have faith. Let's get started.
1: So we're going to be starting a new preaching series at Real Life Community Church this weekend, and we'll be exploring some of that with the podcast as we go along. Uh, Before we get into it, I just want to read the first four verses of the Gospel of Luke. Um, So Luke 1, 1 through 4, and this is from the New International Version. Here's what Luke writes. Many have undertaken to draw up an account of the things that have been fulfilled among us just as they were handed down to us by those who from the first were eyewitnesses and servants of the word. With this in mind, since I myself have carefully investigated everything from the beginning, I too decided to write an orderly account for you, most excellent Theophilus, so that you may know the certainty of the things you've been taught. So what Luke is doing with his gospel is to try to establish a foundation uh, for belief. And as he's writing to uh, his friend theophilus uh, a name which means lover of god i think it's an appropriate uh i guess we could call it an irony i don't know if it's really an irony but uh, it's at least intriguing to know that while he seems to be writing to this individual uh with the intention of the church reading it that it's fitting for all of us who love god to have a reason for what we believe to know that uh, we can be certain and have something strong to hold on to. There's an old hymn that um, most of us are familiar with, uh, The Church's One Foundation. And just reading the first uh, verse of that hymn, it says, The church's one foundation is Jesus Christ, her Lord. She is his new creation by water and the word. From heaven he came and sought her to be his holy bride. With his own blood he bought her and for her life he died. And that's, that's really what Uh, luke is recording is the story of christ pursuing his church and as we see this unfold from uh the birth of jesus uh even before that the birth of john the baptist uh through the teachings and miracles of jesus as he ministers in a few different areas into the passion week and all of the things that he does um leading up to the crucifixion and then uh dying for our sins in our place, rising from the grave and ascending into heaven, Uh, we see this culmination in Luke 24 in the final chapter uh, where the followers of Jesus, who had previously been overwhelmed uh, with doubts and fears uh, after his crucifixion, now things have come together for them in their minds, and they no longer have doubts because they, they have a certainty of what they're holding on to. They're able to see this, and they know. They've seen Jesus after he was crucified. And now, even with him gone, they know what they saw, and they're clinging to that with certainty. And so it's, it's with that in mind that Luke writes this gospel to provide a sure foundation for our faith in the church.
0: So Luke's a doctor.
1: Yes, yeah, Luke is a, a physician, he's a companion, a traveling companion of the Apostle Paul, and uh, this as as Dr. Luke is going back through this, as doctors might, he's doing a detailed investigation. He's a science of guy. Right, he's a science guy.
0: He's, Luke, you know, nine, the science guy. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> so from that standpoint, I think a lot of people can probably relate to that today because you get this idea that science and religion don't necessarily mix and that's clearly not true (laughs) yeah that's what
1: we've been told and you know for so long I think we've been conditioned to believe that it's really um, it's been the message that to believe in God to put your faith in Jesus Christ you have to turn your brain off to do that you have to um, just accept blindly all these things and Luke is doing just the opposite. For his own faith, he invested all of the investigated all of these things, and now for the sake of others, having investigated it, he's recording uh, specifically these events, the historicity of these events, the the names and places and descriptions, so that they can know this isn't something that was just made up. This is the reality that actually happened. We're not, you know, hanging on our, our hope on a myth. But this took place very much the same way that I can look at the events surrounding the Revolutionary War, mm-hmm. and when I see uh, how you know lives were given to establish this nation, uh, I can I can know that this really happened. It's not just because somebody in Washington has told me this is the beginning of our nation. I can look back at the historical evidence, the historical facts, and have— uh, a connection to that and Luke's doing that for us here in the gospel. So
0: would you go so far as to say Luke was a skeptic or was he just trying to find facts or was he just curious? I mean because I think people today fall into all sure. those categories. Yeah
1: I, I don't know that, that there's evidence for me to, to say oh yeah Luke was a skeptic but I do think we all sort of tend to, to right. be skeptics to begin with. Particularly those who um, whether it's science minded or, or just Critical analytical thinking to be able to look at something and say, Wait a minute, prove it. Right. You know, and and as somebody um, who was uh, in the profession of healing, uh, and obviously modern medicine is different than ancient medicine, but but somebody who is in uh, the line of work where you are trying to fix things that you can see that are wrong with uh, things that you know work, he's without question going to be investigating with. I guess you could call it a skeptic's mind to be able to to go uh, go about it in a um, in a linear critical way to say, look, this. If I'm going to believe this, I got to know that it actually happened. I'm not going to believe in a resurrection. I'm a doctor. I know that people don't rise from the dead. Right. So why do I believe that? How do I build to that? And as he goes through this account, you can get that sense as he's going through it. It's a different vibe than the other Gospels uh, written to a different audience, this is clearly a, a mixed Jew and Gentile audience maybe maybe even predominantly Gentile being uh, a Gentile himself uh, Luke wasn't a he wasn't there personally when Jesus was was walking the earth so far as we know mm-hmm. so he had to go back and investigate these claims of the Christians before he could become a Christian and now as a Christian, as somebody who's walked with the Apostle Paul and, and seen all the adversity that the church has faced, he's able to say, Look, there's a reason that we can stand strong in the face of all this adversity. And here it is. Here's your here's your basic foundation, your facts.
0: And that's what you've said before, God calls us to do. You know, I think so many people think faith has to be something that yeah, I I believe because I believe. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? We make it mystical and <laughs> right, irrational. Like a fairy tale type thing. Yeah. But you know, you you said in the Old Testament, God says, you know,
1: let's reason together. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's a really big thing, you know, all throughout the Scripture, whether it's dealing with uh, Jacob and and uh, all of the junk that Jacob had in his life, uh, and God still choosing him, but blesses him and changes his name to Israel, one who wrestled with God, mm-hmm. and a pastor friend years ago finally got me to understand that, that that's something God wants from us. He wants us to wrestle with truth because if we don't wrestle with it. We don't struggle with it. Then we don't own it. It's not our truth. It might be true. I mean, things that are true aren't based on whether or not I believe them. It's either real or it's not. The sky is green, right? Absolutely. (laughs) But if I don't, work through how and why and do i really believe is it really green or do i have a problem with my eyes you know (laughs) so as we're going through this if we don't wrestle with stuff then we don't truly have that confidence and god wants us not just to believe in some you know hope against hope uh let's all just have positive feelings kind of thing he wants us to know to know with certainty why we can believe that we know him personally and as we see that happen in the lives of, of the disciples, not only in, in the Gospel of Luke, but in the, the sequel, if you will, the companion book of the, of the uh, Acts of the Apostles, we see the same themes continue. And those who have had a personal, actual, real encounter with God have a confidence that changes them. Mm-hmm. I want that in my life. I, I think right. most of us want that. If I'm gonna, if I'm gonna base my life on this Christianity idea, it's got to be more than an idea. It, this has to be something real, something that hey, we should call the podcast that. Something that that <laughs> I can, <could>, <laughs> you know, hang my hat on and know this isn't just you know I'm not just believing this because I was told that I'm supposed to right. I believe it because I've wrestled with it, and I know for certain that there's truth here.
0: Right. Well, we've talked about this before, but you know, let's just kind of wrap this up. Um, I brought up to you a few weeks ago an Instagram post I saw from uh, Joy Lenz, who used to be on One Tree Hill and does a bunch of Hallmark movies, and mm-hmm. so I'm a big fan. Um, <laughs> she posted on Easter Sunday uh, you know, a rather lengthy post regarding her own faith and kind of new to, to this Idea, Um, But she said in in summation, either I am crazy and I have an imaginary friend and I'm sane in every other aspect of my life or this is something real to to believe in. And I just thought that was and I asked you what you thought about that. And you said it sounds like somebody who's just opening their eyes. And I thought that was a really interesting and, and unique perspective from someone who is really starting to wrestle with it and believe and find their faith.
1: Right, yeah. And we've been, uh, like I said, we've been told forever that this is, you know, it's just crazy. It's only people who are, you know, dull intellectually, who are not intellectually curious, who are looking for a crutch or an easy way out and, and all these different things. And yet, you know, I just spent uh some time as mentioned last time i think last podcast i was actually at the creation museum right uh looking at the dinos that's right and covered in snow in kentucky (laughs) in april uh but but we're at creation museum and the ark encounter and one of the things that kept striking me is that it's just mind-blowing that we lost the narrative Uh, as far as the the creation account not so much that you know i expect everybody to believe the bible yes you should believe the bible but um, i'm not foolish enough to think that everybody believes the same things that i believe but to see the way the actual observation science fits the biblical account so much better than what I would call fables that we've been told of the old earth, billions and billions of years. That doesn't fit the science mm-hmm. uh, for a, a lot of reasons that we don't have time in this podcast to talk about, but you can go to the Ark Encounter <laughs> or a Creation Museum. They should Lots pay, of plugs us. They for should pay the, us for this plug. Right. Sponsor, but, not sponsored. <laughs> as you go through this um, and, and you look at how it lines up, it, it doesn't mean that you have to believe in the personal God of the Bible based on the science but you have to recognize that the things that we've been told simply just don't fit and as christians we should be the most intellectually curious we should be the most uh, engaged in rational critical analytical thinking and i think that's one of the tools the enemy has used is to get us to believe that we're supposed to not do that That we're supposed to shut it down but that's not reality And if we believe that God is the creator of the cosmos, the creator of reality itself, then why in the world would we ever shy away from any hard question if we know that all the answers ultimately point to Him? Even if we don't quite see how they connect, ultimately we know that that's reality. So we should, of all people, be bold in asking hard questions with confidence knowing that that ultimately it ends up in the hands of God.
0: Well, I'm sure a lot of hard questions will be coming up as we continue in this series of Luke, and I'm excited to unpack a lot of it. So we'll definitely keep talking about that as we continue, and I'm going to go watch a Hallmark movie. (laughs) We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us today. We're going to kind of continue this series in Luke, uh, and you can follow our sermon series as well. That'll be starting this Sunday, and it'll be kind of diving deeper into what we're talking about on these or informal podcast. So we hope you join us next time. Be sure to uh, leave us a voice message on Anchor if you have any questions or comments or send us an email. We'd love to hear from you. See you next time.